gosh. Hi. You, I don't even, like, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. Listen, I have, oh, it's just been a day. It's been a week, honestly. It's just been simply a month, a year. It's a crazy time. Let me explain. I already filmed this podcast. Yep. I already filmed it. Honestly, I was really scatterbrained. I had just finished an hour trip home, um, which like really isn't bad. Like it's just an hour, but it's still like driving and it was a pretty hectic day. Like I went to a couple classes and had some performances and whatever. So I was kind of scatterbrained, like a lawnmower was going off in the background. So honestly, it probably wasn't the best. I, you know what the real reason was? I didn't pray. I didn't pray before the podcast and I usually pray before the podcast just like to make sure that, you know, my mind and my body and soul are all one super religious reasons and blah, blah, blah. But like genuinely, I, I really want to be in the right headspace for the podcast. And I, it wasn't that I wasn't, but I wasn't, you know what I mean? It was like, it was good, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel like, like I was, I really had my focus in the right place. And so honestly, it was probably a blessing that I accidentally deleted the podcast. It probably is. It's just hard to do it all again. But honestly, I'm going to make it better. It's going to be better. And the reason it's going to be better is because the Lord is going to speak through my little 19-year-old female voice here. That's like really low for a girl, actually. My voice is like super low for a girl, I feel like. I don't know. Okay, listen. (laughs) People have told me... People have told me that I, sorry, I leaned away from the mic for a minute because I'm, I'm sitting in my closet on my closet floor right now, staring at like s- some snow pants and some skirts and snakeskin boots and my Nike mid blazers. Uh, shout out to all my gym girls who wear Nike mids in the gym. Proud of you. Um, but I leaned away from the microphone like this because I thought someone was coming into my closet and then I thought a closet monster was going to come get me. Anyways, what was I saying before that? What was I saying before that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's on the tip of my tongue. What was I saying before that? Oh, hold on. I'm going to pause and go. This is the good thing about recording my voice. I'm going to pause and go back and listen to what I was talking about. Okay. I went back and I listened to what I was talking about and I was talking about how my voice was low. How great it is to have a podcast, let me just say. Um, I can just go back and listen whenever I choose. It's weird listening to my voice, though. It's really weird. But yeah, I feel like my voice is like super low for a girl. And so someone once told me that I sound like when I talk, I sound like Billie Eilish. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I think that's good. But like, I don't know if I agree Because I don't really know, like, I don't listen to myself. I just speak. I just say words. I say the sounds. I don't, I don't hear my voice. Does that make sense? Like, I don't, what is that? Oh, it's a plane. Of course. First a lawnmower today and now a plane. You know what? I'm just going to keep going. The plane is going to make good background noise. I don't even know if you guys can hear the plane. Um, but you can hear my low voice and that's, that's where I'm going to leave this conversation of my low voice. Um, here's a little life update. Um, college. So it's finals week. 
finals are going honestly really well. Um, praying for all of the finals peeps out there who are not doing too hot. I know the stress is just so overwhelming. I've been there and I don't know why I'm not there right now, but I am very grateful that I'm not. Um, but that doesn't mean that even in the uncomfortable circumstances and in the stressful times, you still can't be content and have peace. Um, don't forget, like with all the studying and with all the busyness, don't forget to set your priorities right and your mindset right to be able to fight and combat the day, the evil in this world um, with the word of God. Start. Ev- that's my biggest piece of advice. Start every day. And it's going to be so hard to get those extra 10, 15, 30 minutes in of reading your Bible in the morning, but I promise, I promise it will make your day, your mindset, your heart, your intentions, everything will just be so much better. Um, your, your mood, your emotions, your positive, you'll be more positive, um, or not even positive, but just think on the brighter side of things there because because you'll see the bigger picture you'll know why you're doing what you're doing um just get into the word really get into the word um before you go and start thinking about other things throughout the day um one thing that really helped me if people like you can apply this to any stressful time um right now I just relate with the college kids because I am a college kid hi cheese um but yeah even finals for high schoolers or I don't really know how it works when you're like having a big girl and big boy job because I'm just a freshman but I guess you I guess you have like presentations or like pitches or pitches like a pitch this is not an explicit podcast you silly little goons um But yeah, I don't really know how it works in the big world, but any stressful situation, I mean, work can just pile up anytime. Um, But yeah, in any stressful situation, a piece of advice that has really helped me is first thing when I wake up, I instantly, the, it was like the first eight minutes of your day set your mood. I heard that somewhere. I don't know. It was probably from some like super smart person. I think it was Rick Warren. I think it was in a Rick Warren daily devotional. My mom is like has a subscription to these daily devotionals and we get them in an email and yeah, it was Rick. Good old Rick. Good old Rick Warren. And he said the first eight minutes if I remember correctly, first eight minutes of your day set the tone, um, for the rest of your day. And so with the first eight minutes, get up and pray and say what you're thankful for. Thank God for everything. Thank God for waking you up. Thank God for allowing you to be able to walk to the bathroom by yourself without having to get in a wheelchair and and do it. Um, if you are in a wheelchair, thank God that you're able to wake up and use the wheelchair to get you there. Uh, just that, that positivity, um, of really fighting the evil that is just trying to chase you down. Because the stronger you are, the more the devil will try to take you down. And especially in times of stress, when we uh, set our intentions on worldly tests and and uh, things that we think are ultimately going to alter our future, um, that's, that's when the devil is really going to try to creep in because he sees that you're going away from from the word which is uh, how we fight our battles um so yeah that's what I would say for finals week my little 
tidbit of advice, um, I don't know, it'll be Friday, so there will still be, at least at my school, there will still be a couple of tests going out. I don't know if everyone's finished, but if you have finished, yay! So good! There will be, um, hint, hint, little surprise, there will be a Christmas podcast coming soon. I'm really excited about the Christmas podcast. Um, I'm, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I'm also thinking about, I want to do, uh, I, I started listening when I first started listening, I started listening to the What We Said podcast with, uh, JC and Casey, no, JC and Chelsea, JC and Chelsea. Um, I don't know why I forgot their name. I was, I still listen to the podcast. It's, it's really good. It's a pop culture podcast. Um, but they have like, they read like these anonymous stories, which I find really interesting. I kind of want to do something along the lines of that and maybe like, do some sort of, like, anonymous question type thing, or maybe, like, anonymous, like, I mean, testimonies, I I think that's a little too deep. I don't want to, like, just randomly read out testimonies. I feel like that's, like, personal to the person, um, but maybe, I don't know. Give me some ideas on, like, how I can get the viewers involved. Obviously, I wouldn't say, like, who you are, unless you just really want me to, and then I will, but, um, I don't know. Get, let's, let's get the ball rolling on that. I think that would be a really cool podcast episode too. Um, but today's episode is one that is very important. It's a very broad topic to talk about and it can kind of go down many different avenues and it applies to anyone at any age in a transition or non-transition season of life. This is like a constant thing. Like, like this is one of the main constants in everyone's life, I think, um, personally, and that is friendship. Um, the friendships that we have really shape who we are big time. I mean, big time. The people who you spend most of your time with are what you're going to end up being like. Um, the role models that you have, the, the influences, or I guess like, advice that you receive, um, from people, the mentorship, all of this is, is focuses around friendship and having life giving relationships in your life. So we're going to dive a little bit into that. Uh, before we do that, let's open up in prayer. Dear heavenly father, I thank you for allowing me to start over because I can already tell that this podcast is going a lot smoother than the first time. Um, and I thank you that when things go wrong, at least in my worldly eyes, um, it's part of your plan and it can even be as small as accidentally deleting a podcast. (laughs) Um, because I know that this one will be even better than the first one because it's the way that you planned. It's the way that you prepared and Lord, please speak through me to the people listening and please help the person listening know that they are loved and cherished. And even if the friendships that they have right now, don't let them feel that way, let them know that you love them and cherish them and you will always be there. You will never ditch us. You will never walk away. You're always following right beside us, just waiting for us to let you in and give up control to you. Lord, we thank you. We love you. And thank you for this podcast today. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Oh boy, am I excited to talk about this today. So I made a big girl Google Docs. I did. I made a Google Docs sheet with all these bullet points and I highlighted it and it looks really cool. And 
I'm like really proud. So friendship, I was talking to my mom. I was like, mom, what do I talk about in the podcast? Cause I just keep thinking about Christmas. I just can't stop thinking. I just love Christmas. I was, I wish it was Christmas all the time. Um, but then I feel like if it's Christmas all the time, then I'm going to be like, Hmm, this is normal now. So then I feel like I would, I would just never be happy. I would just be like, Oh no, I wish it's Valentine's day all the time. By the way, Valentine's Day is just not my holiday. I don't, I don't like it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for all you Valentine's Day lovers out there. I just don't. And it's not even because I don't have a boyfriend. Like, even when I did have a boyfriend, I just didn't like it. Like, love everyone every day. Or like, Galentine's. Like, love your gals every day. Or Broentine's. I don't even know if that's like a thing. I don't know. But that's besides the point. I just went off on a little tangent. Um, I'm very opinionated about my holidays, as you can tell. Christmas, in my humble, and Easter, in my humble opinion, are the best because of the big G up in the sky. Anyways, friendship. We're not talking about holidays. We're talking about friends. I looked up um, the definition of friendship and Britannica.com if you hold any value in what Britannica.com says, they defined friendship as a state of enduring affection, esteem, intimacy, and trust between two people. It is recognized by both members of the relationship and is characterized by, listen to this, a bond or tie of reciprocated affection. So I kind of wanted to get like the worldly definition um, of... Uh, uh, what friendship means and really you know you can't you're gonna get something different when you look it up on google like everything's just gonna come up differently but one thing I actually really did like about this definition was that it said um, reciprocated affection I like that phrase I like reciprocated affection reciprocated meaning both people are receiving giving pouring into so I have a couple of verses here that we're going to kind of focus on throughout this conversation. Um, but the first one I want to talk about is Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen: As iron sharpens iron, one man will sharpen another. So basically, this is saying like, get what you give and give what you get in a way. So an example I like to use is like, you have two buckets. I don't know if you guys have heard of the bucket example, but for those of you that haven't, I'm just going to say it. So we have two friends and they each have a bucket and they're both half full. Um, now this can be a life-giving, a life-giving friendship if you're equally pouring into each other's buckets. Um, but it gets toxic and it gets unhealthy when one friend is pouring everything into someone else's bucket, but the other friend isn't pouring back. And so what happens is say person A is pouring everything that they have in their bucket into, into person B. Well, once person A's bucket is empty, you can't pour from an empty bucket. You're burnt out. You're burnt out of that friendship. You're drained. You're giving everything and not getting anything back. And that's not selfish at all. That's just knowing your worth and that's knowing how you should be treated. Um, and when I say poor, I mean like giving time and energy and putting effort into the relationship. Think about relationships. Um, you know, like romantic, like, brum, 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 like, yeah, like those relationships. Um, but that's like a whole nother avenue, which we'll also talk about in upcoming podcasts. But think about it. Like when you have a significant other, you 
plan things. If you, if you want it to work, if you plan things, you make dates in advance, you talk to them regularly, you possibly schedule times to talk to them if your schedules are busy. Like you both are planning out and being intentional about, Hey, you are someone I care about. I need to spend time with you. Let's plan something. And I think we forget that this can apply in friendships as well in like a non like love way, but in a love way, you know, like in a friendshiply love, like brotherly love. Um, I think that's something that I've learned, especially in college and living with a roommate. Shout out to my roommate. Um, her name's Abby as well. It's like a really cool name. Um, but like, it's very easy for us to just be like, oh yeah, we live together. We see each other all the time. It's a lot more difficult to be intentional and say, hey, let's go actually hang out like we used to, you know, like, like the friendship because it very quickly, it can just you know, die out and be this, oh, like, hey, I see you in the dorm. Oh, we talk, we go to bed, repeat, repeat, repeat. So I think intentionality is something that really is important when you're talking about pouring into someone else's bucket. You know, um, I, I know so many times one friend really needs a lot in, in a season of life. And it's great to be a person that's there for them, but you cannot give so much to where you don't have anything left and, and that friend is not giving anything back in return. I'm a firm believer on, um, friendship is roughly 50, 50, 51 person, 50, the other, but in certain seasons it will be 80, 20, but it won't be like that forever. Um, and I think it can go to a really toxic and dark place when it stays um, with one person always uplifting or giving advice or giving time and energy um, or falling into gossip or you name these things that take energy from you. I think it becomes a really, really toxic relationship when we stray from iron sharpening iron Um one man sharpening another. In Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, it says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? This kind of goes along those lines as well. You don't want to be unequally yoked. Iron sharpening iron, don't be unequally yoked. You want your friendships to be life-giving. You want... The, there will be troubles and there will be, there will be hard times in friendships, but overall, when you look at the relationship that you have and you are putting your energy into that friendship, you want to make sure that it's a beneficial one. Um, so as we continue, I have categorized friends and groups of friends into different Abby friendship categories. Now, in no way is this based off scripture. In no way is this um, based off like research. This is just, it's kind of just a silly little thing that I did. But like low key, I kind of resonate with these groups. Okay. Like I low key am being serious, but like not really being serious, but like kind of. So I'm going to go over these groups. There's one, two, three, four, five, 
match X, seven, eight, eight groups. Eight is my lucky number, by the way. Wait, did I count that right? That's going to be really awkward if I didn't. No. Okay. I'm right. Okay. So eight groups that I have classified, um, friends into. So, oh wait, I cut one out. Okay. Seven groups. Anyways, we're moving on. Um, so yeah, now this is embarrassing. Cut and action and restart and go. Okay. The first group is the besties. These are basically like the people that you live with. Like not you don't literally live with them, but like they know your garage code type friends. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, oh, hey, just saw you like an hour ago about to see you in an hour. Like, haha, we're always together. Like those are your people who are just like super, super, super you're super close with. Then there's like the friend groups. So you can have like multiple friend groups and majority of people do have multiple friend groups, but the friend groups don't intertwine. Like I'm talking when it's your birthday, like you plan different things with the different friend groups. You know what I'm saying? Um, now it can, this mostly applies to like people in high school, middle school and elementary school. I feel like in college it kind of like broadens out and then as you get older and you start getting a job and working in the real world, I feel like you don't really have like friend groups. It's like your coworkers are your friends, your or your family's your friends or you name whatever thing that you you do, that's your friends. So this really just applies to like the school aged kids and somewhat college somewhat not um it just depends on like how your schedule signed up but friend group groups I guess that's what you call it they get toxic when a you don't do anything without that friend group b that friend group won't let anyone else hang out with them c the friend group talks about each other d um, the friend group doesn't do anything if, if one person can't, because then it's like, they'll get mad, like that kind of thing. Now there's a difference between like one for all, all for one, like, oh, we all want to go see this movie. Bridget can't go Saturday, but she can go Sunday. Oh, let's all go Sunday. There's a difference between that and, oh, we all want to go see this movie. Oh, but if we don't go with Bridget, like she's going to get mad and then it's going to split the friend group up. That's a very distinct difference. Um, but yeah, so that's a friend group group. It can also be a beautiful thing if you have a really great friend group who is inclusive of everyone, but you guys are just really close and those are your accountability friends and, and people that bring you up and you do life-giving activities together. The next friend group is acquaintances. These are the people who you see at school, work, or like your hobbies, the things that you do, and you just kind of like hang out with them there and then you just like go about your life you know what I mean like your coworkers, like you tell them all the tea and then you go home and then you know it's like easier to tell your coworkers like drama which gossiping's a sin but um it's just easier to like be like oh my gosh listen to this blah 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 because you're not gonna hang out with them but that can get you into trouble too people the tongue is a very 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 powerful tool the next friend group is the catch-up friend group. These are the people who you're going to text and be like, oh, let's catch up. Like, you meet once, and then you're like, let's catch up. Let's get lunch. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then it just, like, never happens because your schedules don't line up. But you're still, like, great friends, and so you'll, like, repost each other on Instagram or be like, oh, I love you so much, blah, blah, blah. This friend group type is I'm very familiar with in college right now just because life is crazy and being intentional takes effort 
oh my gosh, it takes so much effort. That transition of like doing high school activities into now my friends are my choice and I have to make time for it. That's like, that's hard. It's always like, oh, let's plan this. And then it's like, oh wait, it doesn't work out. Or, oh, let's do this. Oh wait, I have this. So I feel like right now I'm, I'm having a lot of catch up friends and I feel really bad about it, honestly. And I need to change. I need, I need to be more intentional and follow through and, and plan things. So that's going to be my goal. I'll fill you guys in on that in a couple of weeks and let you know how it's going. The next friend group, there are just a couple more. This is the feels like you never lefters. Basically you can't hang out with them that often, but when you do, it just nothing, nothing's changed. Um, you don't talk to them a lot when you're apart, but when you're together, it's like just right. You pick up right where you left off. The mentor friendships. These are some of the most important relationships you're going to have in your life. These mentor friendships are the people who are going to pour into you so that you are able to pour into them. They're going to teach you They're Now the most, we should all want to be like Jesus, but Jesus sends people in our lives who are role models for us. And these mentors, you're, when you're looking for a mentor, someone who's your role model, someone who you look up to, you're, you're going to want to receive advice from them that is biblical. The difference, the shift for me in my role models happened around my sophomore year when that's when majority of like my role models who have shaped me into who I am today um, and like helped me along like my college path. I, I didn't realize how beneficial scripturally advice was if if and this rule applies to anyone especially if you're listening to this podcast right now like that is something that I really want to be intentional about it's like what I say I want to back it up with scripture or else it's just like rubbish you know oh I just hit my boot because I'm in my closet um it what you say it can mean something but you want to back it up with scripture because the bible is our atlas of life and if i'm just like throwing out these random things and not backing it up with scripture what's the point you know so i think that's something to look for when you have a mentor friendship those those are so important the last one is the label friend um these are people who you like call your friends but you don't really like intentionally hang out you just kind of like oh yeah we're friends like like maybe you follow them on Instagram you're like oh yeah we're friends that one I don't really know it's just like there it's kind of just a silly little category it's like a bonus category that I threw in there but when focusing on all of these groups of friends no matter what you want to make sure that you are equally yoked um so going back, I looked up the worldly definition of friendship, but the biblical definition um, in Proverbs seventeen seventeen it, it says a friend loves at all times. And I really in bold, it was like loves, like love is a strong word. And uh, we associate love with like bleh, Valentine's Day bleh, or like relationships. But when it says a friend loves at all times, like you love your friends. And so I I found the first Corinthians chapter 13 verse four, where it explains love. 
So this is verse four leading into the next verses to come. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perceives. This is such a beautiful definition of love. And your friendships should have these qualities. When you think about the people who you're spending the most time with, do they portray these traits? Do they have these traits? Fill in the blank. Fill in love with someone's name. Um, Abby is patient. Abby is kind. You know what I mean? Like, which Abby, my roommate, you are all of those things. Um, but think about that. I mean, really put that into, into your brain and think about like, are these people that I'm spending time with bringing me closer to Jesus? Um, or am I being someone I'm not supposed to be? Am I being led astray? There are two pieces of advice that I've been given in my life regarding friendship that have really stuck with me. And the first one is, well, I'm a theater girl, if you don't know. I'm a musical theater major. I love all the jazz hands, jazz squares, like jazz anything. I probably love it. Um, but this example, I, I was it my mom? who told me she read it somewhere. Um, but there's a stage and you have you and your friend and it's one person is on the stage and one person is in the audience and they come up to the stage. You both reach your hands out. It's a lot easier for the person on the ground to drag you down than it is for you to pull them up. And so when you think about your friendships, apply it to this situation. It's a lot easier for someone to bring you down with them. And that's pretty brutal and hard to hear. And me saying this could make you feel uncomfortable. Because if if you're thinking of someone in your head right now, maybe that's a sign. And it's uncomfy to hear, but at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you're following the Father and you are surrounding yourself with people He has placed in your life for a reason. Um, now I will say like, we all go through hard times. We all go through hard times. And I have just come out of a really hard season and my friends have been there with me through it all, but I do not want to take them down with me. I continue to cheer them on even when it's hard. And even when I don't want to, I'm going to be honest, like there are times where I get jealous because they're thriving and I'm not, or I feel like I'm not. Um, but, but that's life. I will, but, but that's life. And you, you should not me also speaking to myself. We should not take people with us when we are struggling. We should want the best for our friends. We should be encouraging them all the time. A friend loves at all times all times. You are kind at all times, patient at all times, um, not easily, not quick to be angry at all times. And these are all things that we constantly work on for the rest of our lives. I mean, 
I'm not sitting here saying like, oh my gosh, I am so great at all these things and everyone listen to me and blah, blah, blah. When I speak these things, I'm speaking to myself. I'm literally sitting in my closet on the floor. Like I'm talking to, well, I'm talking to you and the Lord is speaking through me, but like I'm by myself. Like I, I also need to take this advice as well. So like we're all in this together, but even in those hard times, like a, you will come out of it. Um, but B, your, your friends are the people who are going to help you through that in a healthy way through love. So if someone is, is trying to take you down with them and make you feel what they're feeling because they don't want to feel it alone, that's someone who you need to distance yourself from. And it's hard. And distancing yourself from unhealthy people is, is one of the hardest things to do but it is one of the most important things to do because if you are wanting to follow the father he's not going to have people in your life who are going to put you through hard things because this world is evil and it it's going to throw curveballs that you never experienced but the lord provides like I said, like I've been saying this whole time, life-giving friendships who are going to help you through those curveballs. So if you have friends who are not uplifting, I would really take some time to think about those friendships. Now, the other example um, that I really resonate with along the lines of friendships, um, I heard this in a podcast. It was a Sadie Robertson podcast. I don't know who said it. I don't remember who said it, but they said, be the friend you want to have. And this like struck a chord with me. It struck a chord with me so much because that day I was just sitting around waiting for someone to text me to hang out. Um, I don't know if y'all are like me, but I really, I like people to ask me, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be the asker. I want someone to ask me to do things. But when I was, when I heard those words, I was like, how am I going to expect someone else to ask me if I never asked anyone, you know, if I never asked them, like, how are they going to know that I want this friendship if I am not pouring into someone and they are pouring into me? If I am not asking, you know, then how do I expect them to ask me? And I, it just hit me. I don't know. So like, if you are sitting like wishing like, oh, I wish this, this person would go ask me to go on a walk or go get coffee or, oh, like, oh, this person's really sweet. I wish that we could study together or, oh, this mom is like, seems like she's really awesome. Like, I wish we could go do mom things together, grocery shop, do laundry. I don't know what moms do, but I do know what moms do. I have one, but you know what I mean? Like reach out because if you're just sitting there wishing, you know, they, they might be thinking the same thing too. And you stepping up and asking could be the start of something beautiful and could be the start of a life-giving friendship that you have been praying for for so long. You taking that first step could be the beginning of an answered prayer. Um, so yeah, just go for it. Go for it with friendships. Find people who you want to be like. See people who exhibit Christian joy, who have this life and spirit and, and giving, giving 
selflessness about them. Um, Find people who lift you up, who fill you up so that you can do the same. Um, Find people who cherish you because you are worth being cherished. And I truly mean that. Whoever is listening right now, you are so worth. You are... Let me start over. uh, Me trying to be inspirational right now. You are worth so much. You are. You are worth so much. And that that's me saying that but that's also the heavenly father saying that we're his children and he loves us he loves us so much like the song he loves us oh how he loves us that's a really good song um but he loves us and we should want to exhibit that same love in our friendships so with that being said i think that wraps up this week's podcast podcast number two oh my gosh it's just crazy it's just oh my gosh this is all just so crazy I really like my my friends let me talk about my friends real quick my friends uh, have been so uplifting and so encouraging in the kind words that I've gotten from strangers who are now friends and my friends who I've spent time with, my friends at home, my new friends at college. Everyone has just been so uplifting and so kind. So thank you so much to everyone who has listened. Thank you so much to the people who have told their friends. Thank you so much to the people who have just generally listened. Even if I don't know you, thank you for listening. I hope we can be friends in the future. Um, thank you for the people who have shouted me out on Instagram or have shared it with friends and family. Like you guys don't know how much it means to me, but remember that, you know, this is all so fulfilling to me, but I truly hope that these words are fulfilling to you because the whole point of this is just to spread the message of, of the father. Um, to spread the word, to spread the good news. So thank you, Jesus. Overall, thank you to all my friends and family, but thank you, Jesus, for everything. This podcast, this life, this closet that I'm sitting in, my friends. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for my friends. My family, thank you, Jesus, for my family. Thank you, Jesus, for potential friends in the future and potential family in the future. Oh my gosh, wait, I'm going to have like future family. Oh, that's so weird. What? I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have potential family members that like I don't even know yet. <gasps> Anyways, um, reeling it back in here. If you want to see daily Bible verses, some updates on the podcast, get a little bit more uh, behind the scenes look into the That's Life pod, then follow at the That's Life pod on Instagram and you can be updated on new episodes. You'll be updated on new themes. Um, You will be more interactive and you can suggest things. You can possibly like send in possibly like interactive things, which hopefully I'll get on on the podcast soon. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I'll get the ball rolling on that. Hold me to it. Don't let me forget. But anyway, stay tuned for that Christmas episode coming up soon. I'm so excited. I will see you guys next Friday. I love you all so much. Jesus loves you so much. This was the second episode of the That's Life pod. Go out there and meet some new friends. I love you guys so much and Jesus loves you.